Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame show powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at ComEd.com slash clean. The Chicago Blackhawks have won a game 3-2. Is that legal? Over the Ottawa Senators. Apparently so. I didn't know that. Uh, Connor Bedard with a goal and an assist. He's your number one star. Uh, this was not always pretty. This was not always, uh, you know, smooth, but it was entertaining as hell. And, uh, boy, wins are wins, man. And they seem so few and far between. Uh, it's a great day <laughs> here in the CHGO Blackhawks yeah, studios. The first period was really good. Blackhawks uh, had uh, 21 shot attempts to just 18 to the Senators. And then, oh boy, uh, the, it got flipped around yeah. for the, bottom, the, the second 40 minutes of the game. Kind of all started with Tyler Johnson getting called for that tripping call on the first shift of the second period. And all of a sudden, it was like all Senators yeah. to where for the final 40 minutes at five on five, the Senators shot attempts 48 to 23. Good That's Lord. double. And yet the Blackhawks win because uh, Peter Mrazek. Was fantastic again. Yeah. Connor Bedard. I think this kid's got a future. I think so. I um, think he'll be okay. He's <laughs> he's no Brock Faber. Let's not get No. Him. I mean, his plus minus is not great, but uh, <laughs> God damn, that kid is just. It, two of his best goals this season have not counted. I know. It's of, unreal. Because of petty ass head coaches and their offside challenges. Screw you, Jacques Martin. Yeah, that one was obviously offside, but uh, still a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. All right, so you kind of said it. Peter Mrazek uh, was great in this game, but was not one of the four stars of the game. So we're going to give you the three stars. Uh, number three, Philip Kurashev had two assists, a shot, and three shot attempts. Your number two star, Jason Dickinson, with the game-winning goal, three shots and five shot attempts, Big J Dick. And your number one star, Connor Bedard, with a goal, an assist, five shots, six shot attempts, 18-17 of ice time. So here are your four-star nominees. Obviously, Peter Mrazek stopped 40 of 42 shots. We know he's going to win. Steven, I think you already have the graphic done. Am I wrong? Yeah, it's ready. Yeah, we, right, we, we know it's going to be one. him. But we'll pretend and we'll play it out throughout the end of the show in case the Felino family or the Jones family jumps on and starts voting. Uh, Nick Felino with a goal. He had a goal plus one, 1755 and two shots. And Seth Jones, as we were looking for the third nominee, on a normal day, this is one Seth Jones maybe should win. 
28-58. So he was a minute and two seconds from playing literally half the game. Three shots on goal, seven shot attempts, a block shot, and two hits. Seth Jones was terrific in this game. Also, he was a plus two in this one. Uh, That dude played half the effing game. And whichever betting app you have and you like, whatever the Seth Jones minutes over under is, take the over. Over, Over, yeah. We had a lot of people in the chat saying, how was Morazic not a third star, especially on home ice? It's surprising. We were like, oh, Morazic's definitely getting one of the three stars. But, I mean, Kershev had two assists. Well, you knew Bedard was getting one. Yeah. You got to give one to the game-winning goal. Right. So yeah, but I would have taken Morazic what's more? What was more impressive, Kershev's two assists or 40 freaking saves? 40 saves. Yeah. Yes, for sure. But, hey, I feel like every time, and Steven, you probably know this, I feel like every time Mrazek is a nominee, he is the winner of four-star. I Almost can't recall every time. a single time that he was not the four-star when he was an option. Yeah, he's been awesome, and this was, uh, are, this what, was uh, for a guy who's been really good all year, this was up there with his top three or four performances of the season. Yeah, I mean, this is you, – you talk about the last year and a half for Peter Mrazek has been pretty remarkable. Yeah. The Toronto Maple Leafs give the Blackhawks <laughs> a first-round pick – to take Morazic off their hands. That pick turned into Sam Renzel, which it's going to be three, four years before we know if that was a good pick or not. Right. Imagine the Toronto Maple Leafs with Peter Morazic in goal this year. They'd feel a lot better about things. They wouldn't be They'd hanging be on position. for dear life yep. to a playoff spot, and they may, actually have, they may actually have a shot to win more than one round. Last year he gets here, he has flashes of playing good, can't stay healthy. Right. We all sat here, all three of us sat here on this very set before the season started and all agreed that Arvid Soderblom is probably going to have more starts than Peter Mrazek because he's probably going to play better and Mrazek can't stay healthy. And we were wrong, gladly wrong on that. Mrazek has been sensational, earned himself a two-year contract, building that bridge to Comezzo. Like, it's played out perfectly for him and good for him because Peter Mrazek is an awesome dude. He's yes. always in a good mood. He's always joking around. He seems like like the kind of guy that his teammates really enjoy getting wins for. Yeah, definitely. And he has worked his ass off. And look, like that's a guy who before Toronto got rid of him for a first round pick, like had a good career and had earned that contract that he had in Toronto that they were so desperate to get rid of. And th- these guys are pros. They got pride. Like he wasn't satisfied just being like, oh, uh, here we go. Write me off. I'm done. My career's over. I suck. And that's just it is what it is. No. Worked his ass off. He's done, knock on wood, a good job of staying healthy. Uh, and has been, most nights, has kept the Hawks in games. And a lot of those nights, you all know, you watch every game, they have a lot of, they don't have business being in a lot of those games. No. And this was one of them. This game could easily have been, I really vibe to, like, there were, there were some massive saves he made in this one. Man, if Ottawa, these last two years, had spent any kind of money on goaltending, if they had Peter Mrazek, they'd be a playoff team. They have got so much good talent on that team. Tim Stutzla is just – he's maybe one of the best skaters in the league. Stutzley, if you're Elliot Friedman. Call him Stutzley. (laughs) Correct me up every time. uh, Toaster Strudel, man. He's so good. (laughs) But just just that goal, uh, it was the power play goal, I think, where he just – Took like three strides and was through the entire defense. He's so smooth. 
You have Brady Kachuk, who is just a beast. Claude Giroux, that first Senator's goal, watch that play. Or was it the second one? It was the uh, first one because it was yeah, on the, the other first end. One. Yeah. Yep. Where the pass is ahead of him, and he somehow corrals the pass and in the same stride tips it over to the wide-open Stutzla for the goal. Yeah. Like, just an amazing play by a guy that has been in the league so long he played in the 2010 Stanley Cup final against the Blackhawks, and he's still in the league, and he leads the Ottawa Senators in points. He's he's, he's not just good. he's just not along for the ride. He's still a very good hockey player. I don't know how the Ottawa Senators. Well, I do know how the Ottawa said like they've had no goaltending, and their defense is a little eh. Uh, but they should be a lot better than they are. 48 points in 51 games for Giroux, and he's what 37, he right? Yeah, he did have a goal. He had 47 yeah. coming into the night today, yeah. Yep, and he it, is 30, uh, 36 years 36. old. 36. I mean, that's yep. that's amazing. Yeah, it's good-ass Is he player. the next Yarmir Yager? I don't know. I mean, it's a guy who's been healthy for the bulk of his career, as far as I can I remember. Think, I think this is a guy that, if he stays healthy, he's got one more year in Ottawa, I believe. It was a three-year I deal. I think so, yeah. This is a guy that I think is going to just keep himself in this kind of shape until he gets that cup. He's going to be like the next chemo in. And he's going to be a gray beard. So, Claude Giroux, you want to come here in three, four years? We'll have Connor Bedard hand you the cup. Sure. We'll welcome you. I'm done with that. Yeah. Let, let, let's let's spend some time on Connor Bedard because, um, boy, the difference he makes in the offensive zone is just unbelievable. The goal he scored, the counted, uh, got the puck, shot the puck twice, then got it back, and then scored, you know, put it right between Jake Sanderson's legs. And uh, past Corpusalo, like he is just so dominant in the offensive zone, and his vision is so far ahead of most of the other guys on this team. And look, I still think there's offensive improvement to come with Bedard because once or twice a game, you see him try something that just doesn't work, right? Like he'll try to advance the puck a little bit, or he'll try to feed it into his own and no one's there. Now, some of that will come with more talented and exactly. more offensive and When he doesn't feel that he has to do it all himself. Right. But he's only going to get better from here. And that's that's the scary thing. Like he, He's already basically a point-per-game player. It's a matter of time before he gets there. Uh, Should have had three points tonight, had two points tonight, three points since he's been back. And he just makes such a massive difference on this team. He makes everybody better. And, yeah. it, and it just it makes the game watchable more than Absolutely. Anything. And the thing is, when you get him back, and hopefully we'll get Anthony Beauvillier back here in another game or two, and then hopefully again eventually Athanasiu, maybe in another couple weeks. But even getting Bedard and then getting Beauvillier back, you could then start filtering guys back into their normal roles. Yeah. You don't need to have guys trying to be top six players who – have no business being top six players. You actually have maybe two lines that can threaten the score goal every once in a while. And then you have your bottom six that, instead of trying to produce offense, can just go out and be your bottom six. Well, let's let's do that exercise here, okay? So let's add back Athanasiu and Beauvillier, right? right. Thanks for and let's throw let's throw Reichel in there too, because he's not going to Rockford. I know. I don't I don't think like they need Reichel to do something before this season is over. And yeah. I hope he does because I'm tired of talking about him every day. Me too. 
in here and on Twitter, it's just it's the same thing over and over and over again. Right. So let's say your so your top line today was Felino, Bedard, and Kurashev. So let's just put Bavilio, Bavillier there. All right. Just for filling out with spots. Right. So Bavillier, Bedard, Kurashev. Then your second line was Johnson, Dickinson, Anderson. So maybe you put Athanasiu on that right wing, right? And then maybe you put Reichel on that left wing. Then you've got Anderson and Johnson on your third line, probably with Felino. Felino, yeah, that's a right. Like, how much better does this right. team look? Absolutely. With jo- and like, it's- and I totally would put Reichel, Anthony, see you with Dickinson. Yes, that's a, that would be a really effective line. I agree, and I think that's that's the combination that gets now. If Reichel gets on with those two guys and still doesn't do shit, then it's on Lucas Reichel. Yeah. When do we get to the point where we start saying? Maybe it's the player's fault he's bad this year. Well, I it's weird how, I don't know, people dig in their heels on stuff. This is I nothing get it. new. And I want Lucas Reichel to be good. He needs to be good. It, it's it's important. And he's a good kid. But at and like, some point, you have to say maybe it's the player's fault. Right. And I do appreciate, like, the uh, coaching staff. This also sends a message. Right. Hey, Frank Nazar, Oliver Moore, you guys paying attention? Right. Just because you were drafted in the first round doesn't mean you're just going to walk in here and be a top six forward. You got to earn it. Right. You got to earn it. And I know there's a lot of, well, how come Taylor Radish doesn't get demoted or healthy scratch? Because Taylor Radish doesn't matter. His, his development doesn't matter. He's probably not going to be here when this team is good. Right. Lucas Reichel... They want him to be not only here when his team is good, but be one of the reasons this team is good. Well, and look, if Lucas Reichel doesn't work out, that is a road bump in the rebuild. A little bit. Like, that's coming out of last year, you saw a guy and you're like, all right, check that box. Lucas Reichel's a guy who can score at the NHL level. And now suddenly he can't. So they got to figure that out. You know what I mean? And, and the other thing, too, aside from Reichel being scratched, Kevin Korczynski did not play the second half of the second period today. He had a rough game. Um, he was the lowest blue line on the Blackhawks. but He was swimming out there a little bit, getting puck watching, getting caught too low. Some of that might have to do with being next to Jacob Megna. Not a reality for him. Yeah, he Jacob Megna had you know a couple good games when he first got here, but it's not great. Uh, Jared Tenorti just... Can't even make the simple play half the time. I understand why he's out there. He's big. Uh, he he can be physical. But, I mean, I'm I'm at the point where it's like, why are we playing Jacob Magna ahead of Isaac Phillips? Or Jared Tenorti ahead of Isaac Phillips. Right. Like, at least one if of those you're going to make guys, mistakes, it's someone that matters to the future. Yeah. Like, I've, I've had enough of, the, of Jacob Magna. I like him as a person. I got to cover him and know him a little bit when he was with the Wolves. Good dude. It's but, but it's not is, personal. This, this isn't a league for good dudes. You have to perform. It's it's not show friends. It's show business. That's right. that's the deal. And uh, I see Mario is sending feet. in some post game videos. That too. Um, we're probably gonna fire up Connor Bedard here in a little bit. Um, but just back to Korchinski real quick, just to illustrate um, what Luke was doing. So in the first period, uh, Korchinski had nine shifts. In the second period, he had three, and then back up to seven shifts for the third period. So. What I like about Richardson, I'm writing about this for Hawks hits today, is he can hold you accountable without it being like a John Tortorella doghouse situation where he badmouths you and 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like, hey, did you get the message? Here's what we need from you. Good. Go out and show us you can I do it. I think it was Derek King that said it when he when we had him here very in the very early days of, of CHGO, where he said, like, the best way to send a message to a, pl- a player is with his playing time. Yep. Skip him a few shifts, see if he gets the message. And he didn't bench him for the whole game, but, I, I, I mean, that's a good way to be like, all right, we need you to take a step back, have Kevin Dean get in his ear, have him watch a few shifts, and go back out there and see if it's any better. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to see that he got back in the game. Uh, curious to see what Luke had to say after the game about it, if anything. Um, but do, is Bedard ready to go? Yeah, we're ready on that. Why don't we hear from Connor Bedard before we take our first time out? And, of course, Mario Tirabasi will be joining us shortly for United Center. So uh, make sure, if you haven't yet, by the way, hit that like button. And here is today's number one star and future Calder Trophy winner, Connor Bedard. About Curtis Shep the other day, but what, what is it about the two of you, especially? It just seems like uh, the chemistry's been there from the start. Yeah, he's uh, he's fun to play with. I mean, he's super smart, fast, skilled. So um, I think as you play with the guy more, you kind of are able to read off read off him. And, and same with Figs, but yeah, Kershaw's he's a stud, and um, you know I've had a lot of fun kind of growing that chemistry and, and getting to play with him. Dickinson said that you guys see the ice the same way. What do you think he means by that? Probably that we <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I think uh, kind of self-explanatory, but um, I think he just, with, you know, the plays we're making and, and where each other want to be, and I think that's the biggest thing with, with chemistry, just knowing each other's habits, and um, I think, you know, that's grown a bit, grew a bit throughout the year, but um, hopefully it kind of gets better. How much have you yeah. missed this? Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. I mean, especially, you know, getting back in your home for a couple games, and um you know, getting to kind of feel that energy and stuff, and uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And um, you know, to get a win, and you know, it's been been a long time for you know myself. I think we were on a five-game losing streak when I was playing, and um, you know, obviously it's hard watching, and not it's hard watching when we're losing and stuff. So um, you know, it feels good for all of us to get. Even as much, much as you were skating, are you at all pleasantly surprised by how quickly you've fallen right back into the rhythms? Um, no, not really. Um, you know, I've played the game for a long time and um, you know, obviously it kind of takes a couple shifts but um, yeah I think putting a lot of work the last you know a little bit here so um, yeah I don't know I was, I was expecting to, to kind of feel good coming back and uh, the first two games have been nice so gotta keep that going. Did you realize that was offside? Yeah. Uh, I kind of thought it might be um, but you never know kind of it's so fast and stuff but yeah I wasn't like too excited when I went out. I wanted to just wait for the review. So, um, yeah. On the, on the goal that counted, did they quick release did the trick? Yeah, that was a pretty bad shot, but, um, you know, it counts. And, um, yeah, I don't know how that one kind of squeaked and I think kind of fooled them a little bit. But, um, yeah, I just kind of throw it to the net. And sometimes sometimes good things happen. So, uh, I felt good to kind of see it see a trickle over the line. There. How much does Dickinson's goal, how he scored it and where he scored it from, kind of speak to what you guys are trying to build? For sure. I mean, he's he's been unreal this year and um you know he goes out he, he's he's got 17 goals and he's probably the hardest one of the hardest guys to play in the league i mean he goes up against you know their top line every night and um you know he does a good job and and it's uh you know it looks like no fun to play against him and and then he's contributing offensively like that so um he's unreal and um you know i think just just how it happened it's a it's right plays it's kind of getting the puck behind him and 
and going on that hard. So, I um, mean, yeah, that speaks to, to our game. I know the golden count, but can you kind of just take us through what you're thinking as you're driving and that like that? Is, are you improvising the whole time or are you just kind of take us through it real quick? Um, yeah, I mean, I wanted to pass to, to Kershey there um, and then D-Man kind of took it away and, and saw that it kind of gets the net. So try to make a move and, and make, make the goalie kind of kind of bite a little. And uh, yeah, but you're you're almost always improvising. It's a lot of, I guess, instincts. So um, yeah. Are you guys running out of ways to describe how Peter Mrazek has been for you guys? Yeah, he's he's unreal. And I mean, some of the saves he makes are, are absurd. Just kind of getting across and I mean, he's so quick and, and kind of agile there. So, I mean, it's it's crazy. You feel bad almost sometimes. Like we gave up a lot of chances tonight and, and obviously that's something we, we got to correct, but um, he's there and, and uh, we have so much faith in him and him and Sills, but um, yeah, he's been he's been unbelievable. Did this game just feel different for you guys? Like just, just know we want to lose this one after that losing um, game? I mean, we go into every game, every intermission, the mindset we're going to win. and. Um, you know, obviously we you know, haven't had too many, but um, you know we never are going into a third or, or whatever. Think we're gonna we're gonna lose, but um, no, I mean we, we felt pretty good going in, and obviously with the tie game and with with Ras playing well, so we we just needed the one, and and, and we got it. So um, yeah, it was a good feeling. What does it mean to you when you have guys in their thirties, guys who've been in the league, who've been stars in the league, talk about how you're the one giving them a lift and giving them that emotional kind of cut that they need to get through a game like that? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's nice, and um, you know, I think we're all we're all just trying to be ourselves. And, and you know, I get I get a lot of inspiration from everyone in this room. And um, you know, coming in as, as a young kid, not really knowing anyone, it's you know, I've been really comfortable the whole time. So um, you know, I think we all kind of speak volumes on, on each other. And, uh, but it's obviously nice to kind of to kind of hear that and, and know that you know maybe you know the, the annoying little kid you're maybe helping out a little bit. So it's good. There he is, the number one star of the game, Connor Bedard, feeling more and more comfortable in front of the media every day and more and more comfortable on the ice every day. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I, I noticed that uh, after uh, his the last game he returned, he was just a little more comfortable yeah. around all of us. Yep. So, uh, no doubt. Like his personality is going to start come out more and more. Uh, and, of course, it's easier to be personable after a victory. For sure. Um, we've got some uh, big super chats to get to, so thanks for those. We're going to take our first break, and then we'll get to those. And then uh, Mario should be joining us shortly after that. So, Greg, tell us about cars. Cars. I could tell you about all kinds of cars, but there are uh, four of them in particular on my mind mm-hmm. right now. Yes. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, mm-hmm. We've got great news for you. Our partner, Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Ram in Fox Lake is celebrating the President's Day sales event all month long. It's President's Month at our friends at Ray. And you know what that means? You'll be able to shop presidential savings on their wide selection of inventory. For a limited time, get 20% off MSRP on all remaining new 2023 Jeep Gladiator models with dealer discounts. Drive the car, Russell Crowe drives. You like Gladiator models? <laughs> Do you like Gladiator? <laughs> you like Gladiator Jeeps, Billy? They're number one for the new vehicle quality among mid-sized trucks, says JD Power. Thanks, JD, for chiming in. He's always talking about her. Uh, yeah, well, that's why his last name is Power. It's Max's brother, I believe. And that's not all. Shop their last call on select Dodge Challenger and Charger models. Dodge is the most 
powerful muscle car brand, so you don't want to miss out on their last call with over 20 Dodge muscle cars to choose from, like the Scatback. At Ray, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. Ram, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories <coughs> and drive home with more money in your pocket than you'd expect, thanks to Ray's price promise. <coughs> Why do I always have to cough during raids? Don't miss out. Shop great deals all month long and save big because Ray, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram, Ram makes buying a new vehicle more affordable than ever. But that's not all. Just for listing, you're going to get a free oil change when you mention CHGO at the service center or mention CHGO when you book online at RayCDJR slash service. <coughs> but you have to schedule it before February 29th. You have a whole extra day to get a free oil change this month. So if you're in the market for a new vehicle, then you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, Ram. because they're the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, head over to cdjr.com, serving the community since 1963. You all right? I'm good. I'm going to do one just in case. <coughs> all right, there. I got it out of the way. I left my water over there. I'm regretting it now. Um, I don't know if there's a J.D. Power for flooring. But if there was, Empire Today would have a shelf full of flooring awards. Because you know what? Empire Today, they're not only a Chicagoland institution, they are the best place to get floors. They've got shop at home convenience. What's better than that? You only have to get off your ass. Sit on the couch, go to Empire Today, check out their selection. Boom. A couple days, new floors. Easy peasy for you. It's awesome. And because Empire Today is renowned for being the best place to get great flooring, They've got a lot of places that are trying to be like them, but they can't. And there's many reasons for that. Uh, the quality that Empire offers you cannot be beat. They do not stock low-quality flooring because they will not put low-quality flooring in their home or yours. They also curate the best flooring all over the place. It's all they do. It's their main focus. So you know they are constantly looking for the newest and best flooring patterns and designs for your home and once you see those samples, and there's three or four different options in front of you, and you're really not sure which way to go, you can use that virtual floor designer. It's a great way to see how any new floor will look in your space. It's easy. You just take a picture, and then you just upload it there to the virtual floor designer, and then you can see those new floors in your home, exactly what they're going to look for, and that's going to make you feel confident in your purchase. And if that's not enough, Empire Today services their own warranty. So if an issue does arise... Just call Empire. They service all the warranties themselves. You don't have to track down a manufacturer's phone number. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 discount when they use the promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash CHGO for details. Good? Producer of the year. It's the best. Too bad he's selling us out. Yep. That's fine. All right, let's get to these super chats. A uh, couple big ones today. First off, uh, David Wallace with a $50 super chat says, Tonight was my first ever game at the UC. Section 321, right near you boys. So got to do my first super chat. What a game. Love the CHGO crew. Let's go, Hawks. Thank you, David. And awesome. Come say hi to us yeah, next time. You can that's that. my old section. That's yeah. when I had season tickets. I was in 321. That was the David Wallace bump. Come by that kid with the today. weird haircut. <laughs> God, that was... <laughs> I don't want to say he might be listening. I don't want to. That, that was, <laughs> I think he knows who he is, probably. That was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. 
Barber, make me look like a penis. Well done. All right, uh, Edward the first or Edward first uh, with a twenty dollars super chat says overreaction take of the day, but not much. Bedard would break Timu Solani's rookie record if he was in a slightly better team and if the injury didn't happen. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, that is, you're right. That's an overreaction. That is uh, <laughs> but thank you for the super chat. I don't know, man. 76, 76 goals, goals is a lot of freaking yeah, that's goals. That's a lot of goals. That's a lot of goals. That's a lot of goals. <laughs> Now, will he be a better player than Timo Solani? We can hope. That would be wonderful be awesome. if he was. I mean, even if he's just as good as Timo yeah. Solani, I'm happy with that, too. But we'll it, take yeah, that, yes. Exactly. And then Windy Love City Timo Hockey, Solani. our buddy, with a $2 super chat, says, Bedard proves fish bowls are for real men. And he gives the fish and the bowl emoji and a 98. So thank you, Windy City Hockey. By the way, Windy City, we saw another guy today with a Nick Foligno jersey, so you're not the only one. Hey, they're in the, they're in the, they're in the, the team store, the pro shop, yeah. so you can get them. They're out there. There were a couple of God Vlasic in there, and that, that Vlasic shelf was a little thin in terms of inventory. Maybe people are starting to catch on that he's going to be here for a while and a big important part of things, and obviously tons of Bedard, Felino in there. We saw Seth Jones, obviously. Uh, obviously, Kevin Korchinski, obviously. And mm-hmm. uh, anybody else that really – I think that was about it in terms of, like, off the shelf. And then they had Chelios, Makita, yeah. you know, some of the legends. But, yeah. <clears throat> In terms of the ones that you could just walk in and grab at the Madhouse store, uh, you know who? Oh, there were Reichel ones, too. There were yeah, Reichel they have one there. slot for them. Um, slightly off topic, but Fishbowl. Every time I hear Fishbowl, I think of Bamboo Bernie's. You ever go to Bamboo Bernie's back in the day? No, where's that? It was a bar, uh, Lincoln Park, I want to say. Okay. And they were famous for having indoor volleyball courts, sand volleyball, and then they had the Fishbowls, which were like, you know, oh, like the, the actual, yeah, was, they're supposed to be <laughs> yeah. shareable, but you always just got one and drink it yourself. That's that's what I think Oof. of when I hear fish bowls. That's a that's a lot of alcohol and a lot of sugar. Uh, sugar. Well, when you're when you're there and you're 19 because you have a fake ID, you don't care about those yeah, it doesn't things. matter. Those sort of things don't matter. Um, yeah, man, it's just uh, it, it's it is it's so different here after a win. We've got way more people watching. We've got way more people liking the videos, and we can go back and actually. Like, check to see, like, which of our podcasts have done the best over the last week, 30 days, year, whatever it might be. And aside from, like, the big newsy ones, anytime they win, the postgame shows are probably 25 to 30% bigger. Like, it's good for everybody when the Hawks win. Yeah, I can't wait till we do more of these and more of the other ones. Eventually, yeah, we'll be doing more victory postgame shows than... You know, uh, Groundhog Day post That would shows. be nice. And we yes. see a big jump on weekends, especially when they win. So, right. everyone, oh, there's a lot of new names in the chat. Make sure you hit the subscribe button while you're in yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. doesn't hurt that it, we're also at start our show at 5 o'clock. Yeah, on a I Saturday. also that's, love that. That's yeah. ideal. I wish every NHL game was at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, not just on Saturdays. That would be great. Like every day of the week, just 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I would love that. That's we're, yeah, we're gonna be home by what, like uh, Six, seven by seven, depending be, on where I stop for dinner. Yeah, exactly. That'd be very, very nice. I sh- I want to mention too. This is, I think, the third or fourth best day ever promotion Those that the Hawks so have done fun. this year. And if you've not been to one of these, or if they don't, I it's hard to tell how they show it on TV because we're at the games for at least half of them, and it is very like kid focused. They've got kids on the PA. Kids are helping uh, John and Jenna with the in-game entertainment. 
Uh, and just like kind of the theming is very much yeah. for kids. They had puppies to play with in the atrium. They had a little jungle <laughs> gym in there. Uh, it's very just a kids-centric event. And, man, like for old curmudgeons like me and Greg, especially Greg, to enjoy it. Oh, come on. <laughs> you wear that hat proudly. Not, I do. But, you know. I like to have my on-air personality and my off-air personality be separate. You are a big, you're a big softy, but you have a, some no, curmudgeonly I, instincts. No, I, I, I do have the personality of an 80-year-old man. Yeah, no, but these are really, really wonderful. And if you've got a kid, uh, or you don't, find one and take him to one of these uh, best days ever because it is so fun to be there. It it's just cool. a different vibe in there on those on those games. It's and it's so smart. To do these this year with Bedard, there are so many kids that are, are, uh, you know, uh, attracted to Bedard. Uh, you know, the young, hot, you know, prospect, top player. That's when you get them. That's yeah, when you get right? hockey fans is when they're kids. That's when I became a fan. My, I was lucky enough to have parents that were big hockey fans, and they'd take me to games. And, you know, we had a whole new generation of hockey fans become hockey fans because of – Taves and Kane and Keith and that whole group. Yep. Well, now those are the one, those are the people starting to have kids of their own. Uh, you know, if you were 15, 16 in 2010, you're now in your 30s and you're starting to have your own kids and they're, you know, they're getting pulled in by Bedard and right. some of these other young kids. This is when you do it. You have to hook them when they're kids. You're not converting many 40-year-olds to become hockey no. fans. You have to get them while they're young and impressionable. One thing today, like, how many kids had their first Hawks game today, right? Like, I know uh, my buddy Danny Parkins from the score took his son to his first Hawks game today, and he saw Connor Bedard score. Boom. You're never going to forget that. You're hooked. You're hooked. You're, you're a Connor Bedard kid for life. Yeah. And Charlie the Bacon guy shared an image of his daughter uh, watching the game on the laptop with, like, in the, uh, the Bacon Lab. The Bacon Factory. Yeah, like, just watching the Hawks because – She's already hooked because she went to a she went to a best day ever game actually yeah. this year and she I, we got to see her and she had little barrettes in her hair that matched the uh, feathers and just she had a great time and like these are the sort of things where you breed these new their memories that stay with these kids forever of course of course and, and when you think about you it, it too like is your average six year old at this game, going to remember if they won or lost. No, they're going to remember that they went, they had a great time, they got to snuggle with puppies and play in a gym, and Connor yeah. Bedard scored a goal, and I got all the ice cream I wanted. That's it. Yeah. And I've got a Hawks fan for life, and it's great. And the, and these, I mean, look, every Hawks game is great. They really do a good job with the in-arena entertainment. Um, it's They keep it moving. There's very little downtime. As soon as there's a whistle or a TV timeout, something is there to entertain you, even during the intermissions. Uh, especially those DJ Oreo nights are extra great. Somebody is shouting at you no matter what's going <laughs> yes, on. Yes, yes. <clears throat> you cannot take your eye off uh, the screen. So uh, it's an awesome time. So, yeah, check out. I don't know if there's any more of those coming up this year. Um, but I think if there there's at least more, one more. Yeah. If you got there's some, there's at least two or three more afternoon games, so I'm sure. Yeah. Anytime it's a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, this is the theme of it. And it's great because it's just you're getting – more people just not only like the team, but like the sport. Right. And, and this sport needs that more than, than anything. And if you are a 40-year-old curmudgeon, um, the Welcome. ladies that bring the dogs are attractive and tattooed. 
if that happens to be your I thing. I want to volunteer for that <laughs> shelter for the dogs. Yes. For the dogs. We love the dogs. Yes. Absolutely. I'm a big dog guy. Somebody said other that Greg likes puppies. That is false. I love puppies. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. I, I'm a big fan of dogs. I have, I have two dogs waiting for me when I get home. Yep. I have one that I occasionally enjoy. Um, <laughs> all right, we got another super chat from Luke, and I want to hear from uh, Jason Dickinson while we await Mario's arrival. Uh, Luke says, can I join the super chat fun? How about we tell these new fans how to become a diehard? Look at Luke doing a job for us. Yeah, all right. Yeah, become a diehard today. Here's why. You get a free shirt or hat when you sign up. That's a great deal, right? You get 20% off all events, all merch at the CHGO Locker. You get access to all of our great written content, like the Rebuild Report and the Blackhawks Beat and Adam Hogue's newsletter, and there's all sorts of diehard-only content on allchgo.com. You've also got access to the members-only Discord. What are we doing in Discord this week? Oh, yeah, we gave away a pair of Icehawks tickets for, uh, I think, tonight's <clears throat> game, right? Yeah, it was tonight's game. Yep. Yeah, so th- there's always a reason to become a diehard. And, look, you're going to look at that and say, like, ah, oh, you know, money's tight right now, but honestly... You, you get your free shirt, you go to an event, and it basically pays for itself. Yep. And here's one thing. When you go to All CHGO, if you go there and you like reading all the articles, one thing you won't see on allchgo.com are ads. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have those little annoying pop-up videos that you can't turn off at work. Right. Uh, you're not going to have any advertising for, for you know whatever you just Google searched five minutes before going on a website. Part of the reason... We can give you such a clean ad-free experience is through the diehard memberships. Yeah. I like the testimonial area there on the bottom. That's cool. Of our of our screen right there. Yeah, and we've got we some that. new diehards we want to welcome too. We've got Tom and Caleb who joined this week and we got a bunch more last week. So we are I think we didn't we have our best month with diehards last month? January, yes. We had over I think it was hundred and eleven or hundred and fifteen new diehards. And we were like, oh, I think we're I think over we're, 60. We're on pace to beat that, too, this month. Right. That's great. I mean, so it's huge for us. It's, it's, it's for great. Us. It's the best way uh, to support us. Definitely. It really is. Definitely. And, and we, we appreciate it. It helps us provide all the stuff for you. And before we hear from uh, Big J Dick, we should mention Monday night. Monday night. We're going to try something new. We got a watch along. What does that mean? That means that we're going to be on during the game watching the game with you so you can have the game on your tv you can have us on your laptop and we'll be reacting and commenting and chatting in real time and that's for everybody that's not diehards only that's for everybody so monday for the game remember that set a reminder when when you turn on the game grab that secondary screen put us up there and we'll be chatting and interacting with you throughout the game they do it all the time at dnvr we got to do it with them for a period when we were out there last year um, when we found out the uh, tragedy of Mackenzie Atwistle's family. Um, it's a good time. We're looking forward to it. So we're going to do a couple of these uh, before the year ends. I know the Bulls are doing a couple too. So uh, keep yep. set that set your reminder. Monday night, we'll be doing a live Mondays, watch Monday is going to be a very uh, big day here at the CHGO. Just uh, yes. lots of good stuff happening. That Absolutely. Yeah, that, that should be fun. little watch along. I know we were doing it with our Bears games earlier this year. Uh, but uh, we're going to try it out with the hockey, and it, sh- it should be a, a fun time. We're definitely going to have to get uh, some Salerno's pizzas delivered during the show. That's No, not that. Those are good, man. Salerno's is good. Good good tavern style. We don't, we don't allow just anybody to put their name on our product. No, here. we do not. 
We do not. All right, let's hear from uh, Jason Dickinson, who scored the game-winning goal, and then Mario should be joining us shortly. Sorry, that, that is – it's ready. Give me just a second. Okay. One. There. There's your second. <laughs> two. That's two seconds. <laughs> Three. So, anywho, uh, <laughs> yeah, Monday. By the way, while we're at it, Discord people, we do have one more of those Corey Crawford commemorative pucks to give away. So be looking out for, we have yet to figure out how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it there. Yes. So, all right. Now we're ready? Yeah, now we are. All right, here we go. Here's Big J Dick. It's definitely big. It helps the morale. Um, The past couple games, we weren't satisfied with our 60-minute effort. Tonight, uh, we scored with under two to go, kind of touch and go at times, but uh, we stuck with it for the whole 60. How much does having Connor back just change the dynamic of this lineup offensively? Oh, yeah, I think it goes without saying. I think everybody knows he's a dynamic player. He's uh, electric with the puck, so you give him opportunities, um, he's going to make something happen, and uh, it, it brings a lot more depth to the lineup, a lot more uh, danger to that line, so teams got to think a little bit uh, harder on them. It's a strange thing that guys, you know, your age who've been in the league for so long can look to a teenager for that lift, but it just kind of says what kind of a player he is, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, not too often does an 18-year-old come in and have uh, this kind of an impact on a team. Uh, it's very few players that uh, have the opportunity to do something like that, and it's even fewer that uh, take that opportunity and run with it. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a special player, um, demands a lot of himself, and uh, it shows in his play that he's, uh, he, he's going out there and making it happen. And your goal, you just kept going to the net. Yeah, simple as that. Just keep going to the net. Um, our line was kind of uh, just a work hard group tonight. Uh, just try to put pucks in, work hard to get them back and recover. Uh, try to create as much of on time as possible. Uh, it wasn't uh, always pretty for us, but uh, like you said, just keep going to the net. Good things are going to happen. How hard is it to get your puck on a stick in that kind of cramped area? You're fighting for a rebound. You don't know which way it's going to come. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly not thinking about the net really much at that point. I'm just thinking, how can I contort my stick to f- get it in a in a good angle to get it anywhere on the net? I'm not thinking, okay, the goalie's over here, the goalie's there. I'm not thinking about anything like that. It's it's literally just puck here. I got to get my body around it or get my arms around it so that I can get a, a decent angle on the puck. Kurt says on a on a point streak, uh, it just seems to take it to another level when you compare with Bernard again. Yeah, uh, Kershaw sees the game at a high level. Um, he's able to match Bedsy's uh, hockey IQ at times. Obviously, Bedsy is who he is, and he's going to keep getting better at that. Um, but getting to play with a player like that will benefit Kershaw because he he gets guys that uh, see offensive ice the way he does and, and is able to put pucks where some other guys might not be able to put pucks so that he can uh, he can make something happen out of uh, what seemingly might be nothing. Um, the two of them can work well together to create that open ice. You have uh, talked all year about that mental toughness and really digging deep. Do you feel that that goal that you had embodies that culture you're trying to build with the Blackhawks? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good point. Um, it, it's one of those things that we go out there in the last two minutes to do a job and we do that job and we get rewarded for it. Um, so that's kind of the mentality that we got to bring to everybody else to buy into that, to say, hey, when you're given this opportunity, when you're given these situations, um, good things can happen from doing the right things and being above pucks and, and playing it hard. So it, it definitely is that type of uh, mentality that we want to instill on the younger players that, uh, yes, we want to go out there and score and it's fantastic that our line did it tonight, but priority number one is to make sure that the other line doesn't. How good was Peter Marizic tonight? Unbelievable. I mean, 
I don't know how many shots on goal he actually faced tonight, but I saw it was over 40. Um, we gave up way too many slot chances, way too many back doors, way too many two-on-ones in the first period. There's, there's too many opportunities for them to bust the game wide open, and Peter keeps us in it and gives us a fighting chance. There he is, Jason Dickinson. He is the uh, author of the game-winning goal. I like calling people authors when they didn't write anything. That's cool. That's a good turn of phrase. I like that. Like well, he you, authored the comeback. He authored the goal. You you are an author, so you are allowed to Allegedly. use it. No one bought my book, but yes, I did write it. I one. have a copy. Thank you. I mean, I think you sent it to me, but I have a copy. <laughs> I probably did send it to you, yes. I was given a list of people to send the book to, and you were on that list. If you'd like it, it's called The Big 50, The Men and Moments That Made the Chicago Blackhawks. Check it out wherever great books are sold. And also my book. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's hard to write a book during COVID. It is. It's you hard know? to write a book it is, yes, it is. It's not easy. It's it, an it definitely is. It's it an accomplishment. Is, it is not easy to do. Nothing to poo. Um, but if there's any typos, it's because I had to edit it myself. I did not have an editor. All right. That little chime that I just heard indicates to me that Mario Tirabasi is ready to go. So let's go out to the United Center and bring him in. There he is, the bearded one himself. He is Mario Tirabasi. We good with Mario? There he is. What's up? How'd it go? What did we learn? Hey. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah, sounds good. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, some technical difficulties on this end of things. But, um, you know, it's nice to win some games uh, here and there. I know we uh, we talked about it um, a couple of days ago about how, hey, maybe the Blackhawks uh, have a, a game or two that they could spare to win to, uh, to help the morale of the team. And, and that's pretty much what we heard from uh, you know, Jason Dickinson spoke after the game. Connor Bedard spoke after the game. Peter Morazic and, and, and uh, Luke Richardson all spoke after the game. And they all kind of had the similar messaging of, like, ending that losing streak uh, and, and being able to get a win the way that they did today. Um, it wasn't pretty, but they were able to get it, and that was something that they needed uh, as they head on to the one road game uh, that they're going to go on for the month. So... Good vibes uh, from the uh, from the locker room, and you know it was it was a performance that you can at least say, hey, we got a a big goalie win. Connor Bedard was a, a spark plug to the team yet again, um, and yeah, you, you you beat an Ottawa team that you know is definitely you know more talented, uh, but uh, you came out on top. Yeah, and we're not going to have time to play uh, Luke Richardson in full. We are going to post it to our YouTube page, so you can check that out when the show is over. But uh, one thing I'm interested in is the benching of Kevin Korczynski, who did not play the second half of the second period. Um, I'm seeing the quotes roll in, but I'll let you tell the listeners um, exactly what uh, Luke had to say about that situation. Yeah, so, I mean, that is that is a situation of, you know, you're you're learning the NHL. He's, he's a 19-year-old defenseman. Um, he's, he's not a, a polished, perfect NHL defenseman yet. Um, so he's going to make some mistakes. And, and, and that was Richardson, uh, just, you know, him and, and, and Kevin Dean working in conjunction and, and making that decision to, you know, have, have, uh, Korczynski sit that, uh, second half of the second period, just because you know, he's making a few decisions with the puck, um, a few decisions pinching in on plays that, um, you know, just, you, you need, they're asking a Kevin to be. Uh, more aware on those plays of, of where, you know, the, where he's, Luke said specifically, you know, be, be aware of where F3 is uh, when, when pinching 
and making sure that you're not uh, not putting yourself in a position where you're going to get an odd man rush the other way, which is, is what happened on the play. So, you know, it's it. Do you want to be benching, uh, you know, a rookie defenseman? No, you want him to go out there and, and learn and, and, and have the opportunity to, to overcome those mistakes. But on the flip side of things, part of being an NHL player is, is living up to the standards that the coaching staff sets for you as an NHL player. And that doesn't come consequence free. So, uh, you know, Kotrinsky sat, took his, started the third period, took his first shift when, uh, when he, when he was able to, and then away we went. So it's, you know, it's, it's not a, I don't, I don't think it's, it's such a huge deal that he, he sat for half a period. I think it was just, you know, it's it's a message from the coaching staff of like, hey, we need we need you to be better. We need you to be more aware, and um, you know, you're you're not running free out there without, uh, you know, with, with without any consequence. Accountability on a young hockey team is a good thing. Uh, it's you need to remind these kids, especially these high draft picks, that like, hey, we still have expectations. Do you have to do the things the right way? And we saw a play today in that in that Penguins game. Connor Bedard tried to make that cross ice pass to the defenseman trailing in. It was yeah. Seth Jones, and he got it there too early, and it led to uh, a play going the other way, which ended up the goal against. Wasn't that the the Riley Smith goal? Yep. Today, Connor Bedard gets in there, does the same play, but waits that extra second, and it was Louis Crevier coming in this time. So that's the kind of things where, like, you're going to make mistakes as a young player, mm-hmm. but learn from those mistakes. So hopefully Korchinski got a few shifts to kind of – I'm sure he had Kevin Dean in his ear telling him what's wrong and what needs to be done. And then you take a few shifts. You see how it's done by other guys. You go back out there. Don't repeat the same mistakes. That's, that's the goal. Simple enough. Yeah. And it, like you said, it's not – I don't think it's a bad thing at all. It, it's, it is a good thing in my mind that – it's not just like, well, you're Kevin Korczynski. Just do whatever you want. You're a first-round pick. You're a part of our future. F that. Like, that's those are the guys that if, if you, like you said earlier, Greg, like maybe you don't do that with Taylor Radish because who cares? <laughs> right? right? Korczynski matters a lot. And right. you're, I, not, you're not benching Jacob Megna because Jacob Megna is not here next right. year. Right. But it's also, I think it's also, like, noteworthy for Korczynski that we're, what, 50-some games into the season? And he's. This is the first time he's had anything like this. It's not to say he hasn't struggled or made a bad decision here or there, but it took this long for a guy that young to get to the point where the coaches were like, "All right, take a breath, sit down, watch a little bit, and we're going to get back to you next period." Um, it, it, you know, and and he, I think he reacted pretty well. He was much cleaner in the third period, much cleaner. Because after I was driving, and it was Troy Murray who actually pointed it out that he had missed the second half of the second period. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to keep a special eye on Korchinski. And he was definitely a little tighter, a little more under control, you know? So yeah. That and that's, that's what they needed from him, you know, in that, in, in response there. And, and in that moment, I mean, that's a, that's a two, two game. Um, you know, you can't, you can't be out there, you know, playing uh, and, and playing too loose and, and making mistakes because, you know, if, if you make a mistake, um, and you don't face any consequence for it. You probably don't. You you, you don't make any changes. Um, you know you, you get told like, hey, don't do that again. And you're like, all right, fine. You go out the next shift, and maybe you do it again unconsciously because um, you're you're just going out there thinking that you have free free uh, wheeling 
abilities to, to just play how you want to play. But you get a message from it, and you're like, all right, you know, next time I get in a situation like that, I don't want to sit out half a period. I want to play every shift that I can. So, you know, you, you, you think twice about that, and, and, and you, uh, you know, you, you change up how you play. And I'm, I'm glad that they're doing these sort of things in-game, too. Like, I think it's one thing to – and I, I think maybe it was Luke a couple weeks ago that's – no, you know what? It was Troy Murray. I heard him in an intermission a couple games ago, and they were saying, like, some players react better in-game, and some guys you kind of have to wait for until the game's over to send that message, which is interesting. Maybe that's something we follow up with Luke on uh, next time we're at practice because it seems like with Reichel – the messages come after, right? Like, hey, we showed him video after the game, or we're going to scratch him for a handful. Now, we've seen minutes reductions in games, but that seems to have been over time. There's not big chunks where he's not playing at all. It's just is fewer shifts. Right. With Korchinski, this was certainly a, in the moment, you are not playing until this period ends, and you need to watch and see X, Y, Z. So I, I wonder how much thought goes into... Who is the player that is going to suffer the consequence, and have we figured out exactly how to handle this guy? Because the way Korchinski responded in the third, to me, indicates that it worked, at least for him. Yeah, I mean, Richardson has has talked a lot since he's been the head coach here about, you know, communicating and and handling younger players, newer generation players. And, um, you know, I think he has a a good ability to to connect with those guys and has a good ability to – you know, kind of, kind of handle how each player reacts differently. He can, he can talk to a guy like Nick Foligno, a guy like Seth Jones, you know, long, long time veterans of the league and knows how they tick. And he can also, you know, talk to a Korchinski or a Vlasic, you know, guys who are just getting their uh, first full uh, taste of the NHL. Uh, We were, we were back here. Uh, Jay and I left after the second period. Mario's obviously still at the United center. We were going crazy on the counter Bedard goal that didn't count, I mean that building had to just be on fire after that play, literally. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was electric. Um, I wish I wish that uh, that could have uh, held up, but it didn't. But um, yeah, I mean it, it was uh, it was quite the moment. I mean up until that 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 goal was was called back, and um, you were just like I, I was just sitting back in my chair, just like holy. Connor Bedard's a fucking Blackhawk. Like, how cool is that? You know, and but even still, with the play not counting, it's kind of like Andrew Shaw's head buckle. It didn't count, but it was still pretty cool. Um, and luckily, you know, luckily Dickinson uh, follows through and, and ends up getting the winner. So it's not uh, not in vain at all. So we still uh, we still get a win. And um, yeah, it was it was it was great. I'm glad we brought this back up because I'm thinking about this on the way over and kind of forgot to say it during the show. You saw a lot of – you saw the way Corpusalo – it's like the Bedard effect, right? So the first shot Bedard gets on Corpusalo is one of those patented change the angle of the shot, kind of catches Corpusalo where he's got to react late and it hits him and kind of ricochets over into the, into the boards. The second shot is through traffic. He saves it. The third shot is a goal that's right kind of right between the legs, right? Kind of a flip, like knuckleball because it hits some traffic. And then – for the disallowed goal, Bedard is walking and walking and walking in. And Corpusalo in that moment has seen so many looks from Bedard already that he's like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? And he's backing up, backing up, backing up. And by then he's beat. It's over. So it's not like just 
moment to moment. Bedard, with his arsenal of offensive moves, has Corpusalo out of his mind because you know that release can happen at any second. Corpusalo's got to be ready for that. He's got to be ready for a pass. He's got to be ready for a slap shot to the dome. Or he's got to be ready to get stick handled around, and you've got a guy stuck in between. We talk about this with players all the time. When you're stuck in between, you're screwed. Corpusala was stuck in between on that sequence, yeah, he no and he had no shot in hell of stopping that. That's the Bedard effect. And the more these goalies see him, and the more his highlights become public, and the more you know time he gets in a league, th- these goalies are going to start to fear that. Look at the way goalies act when Connor McDavid's on the ice. Yeah, because you never know when you have such a, a repertoire as he does. Yeah. You're guessing, and a goalie that's guessing is usually a goalie that's listening to the other team's goal song. It's fishing a puck out of your net. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so that's the dynamics that he brings offensively are unreal. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, and and he was asked, you know, he was asked about, you know, the play coming in, and, um, you know, he said, like, he was, he he originally was, like, thinking pass uh, and ended up just, you know, kind of getting the the lane to the goal and, um yeah, it's just it, it's it's incredible when you have a guy that that, that is that skilled. And and a, another consideration is this is the first time, you know, Ottawa has seen Bedard. Obviously, this is a lot of first times NHL teams are seeing Bedard in general. He's a rookie, but you know, you got you got Ottawa and, and a lot of these guys that have never, you know, gone up against him. So it's you know you don't you're just working off the tape. You know you're not you're not actually working off an of in-game experience. So um, yeah, it's it's an incredible uh, level of talent that he has. And, and I'm sure, uh, you know, when, when you get into a position like that, um, you also have to be able to like process the game quickly enough when you are that skill. Cause you're, you know, you think of the Rolodex of your, your skill moves that you could do. You got to think of, you got to think of one that you think is going to work. And, you know, is, is it pass? Is it, is it a slap shot? Is it trying to deke or, or try to roof a backhand? Like, you know, it, it's it seems like he you know can read the game really well, um, and that is uh, that's going to translate you know to the to the rest of his uh, his teammates over time. All right, before we let you go, we have to uh, crown our winner of Who's Your Hawk. You're never going to guess who won. Mm. Uh, it might have been the guy who picked Connor Bedard for yeah, the second usually. consecutive game. It's nice to know that like when you get first pick, you have a shot at winning these days. Yeah. yeah, you know what would have been true. not before, so much of you know, a shoot anymore. Pre Bedard, though, I would have won this one. Seth Jones had the biggest blue line for the Hawks, who played. I don't know if you got to look at the numbers as you were sprinting down. Seth Jones played twenty eight fifty eight in this game. He played a half the Ooh, effing game. Wow. Well, that's what happens when you bench Kevin Korczynski that's for true, half a yeah. period. Guess Seth who picked like, up? Seth guess who like, picked great. up all those extra minutes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. probably looked at Korczynski and said, "Hey, kid, get your head out of your ass. I'm tired." <laughs> so that ties me and Greg at seventeen, right? Mario has twenty one. That's correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, we gotta get hot, man. We gotta get hey, hot. I, I, th- I think this this today is gonna lead the Blackhawks on a winning streak. That's going to lead me on a winning streak. I'm ready to go on a heater. All right. Well, I have I have first pick uh, for Monday's game, so I I wonder who's going to be the uh, graphic now. Yeah, I wonder who's <laughs> going to be off the board first. <laughs> All right, Mario. Any any nuggets you want to share before we let you go? Um, no, no, uh, no nuggets like Cody Rhodes, but um, no, I uh, just want to say about Monday's game. Uh, for those who may or may not know, it is a watch along. For us here on CHGO Blackhawks, as the uh, Blackhawks go on the road for their one game this month, taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, so yeah, tune in. Uh, we got pregame, postgame, and 
all night long with us. Five hours of, of CHGO Blackhawks. All the all the Greg, Mario, and Jay up in your faces you ever wanted. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully we get some Salernos in the building. Uh, maybe some branded beverages. Uh, and, uh, and and we'll have a good time. So uh, join, join us on the YouTubes. You had me at pizza and beer. Thanks, Mario. Have a safe drive home. No problem, guys. That is Mario Tirabasi from the United Center. Follow him on Twitter at Mario underscore Tirabasi. All right, we're going to take a break. Then we're going to come back, and we're going to get to Connor's Corner. We're going to name the four-star of the game. You'll never guess who won. And then we're going to wrap things up. But first, Greg, it's been a while since we've had an organic conversation about energy. Well, and did you know? On air, at least. I'm making this one organic. I'm winging this one. Did you All know right. that for business owners that it's never been easier to switch their fleets to electric vehicles? You know, I've heard rumors about that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, the electric grid is completely evolving these days to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move to confidence uh, towards, you know what? An electric tomorrow. I love not, electric not, tomorrow. Not, Dr. Not, Teeth in the electric tomorrow. Not steam engine today. Electric tomorrow. <laughs> love that song by My Morning Jacket, though. Whether you have one delivery van or a whole ton of shipping trucks, Comment could help guide you to make the changes that make the most sense. And we know, but Greg, maybe remind the people, what should business owners do? They should go to comed.com slash clean mm. to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and those nifty infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business. Good for the planet. That's good for all of us. Go to comed.com slash clean. Is that comma.com slash clean? You betcha. You bet your sweet bippy. Yeah, that's right. Go now and see how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future of for generations to come. I'm getting a weird vibration in this helmet. Yeah, it's, take it off. It's unsettling. Start no tripping too much. No, man. I'm I'm you like it? I'm you're, I'm you're riding the wave. I, I don't get to wear it that often. <laughs> I'm soaking enough, it in. Fair enough. So All right. right. So I don't get to, this isn't going to happen for like another two weeks. So I got to enjoy nah, it. You I got can. one coming in. Come on. All right. Well, you know, earlier in the show, we were talking about those Blackhawk best day ever games. And as news of these uh, start to spread to the community, they're going to get harder to get. There's one coming up on March 10th against the Coyotes and the and April 7th against the Wild. And they're going to start selling out. So what you want to do is head over and check out our friends. At game time, yep, it is the best place to score last-minute tickets. It can be really frustrating to navigate these ticketing websites. And with game time, it could not be simpler. You get views from your seat, which is great. Uh, if you're looking for the best deal at the time, there's literally a button there that says, where's the best deal? And you just click that button, and they find it for you. Uh, it's really great up to the last minute, but you can go ahead, too. If you want to buy tickets now, for a game a month from now, you could do that on game time too. It's not only last minute tickets. It's whatever your concert, game, theater tickets, whatever you're looking for, uh, game time is a place to go. I, we saw the other day, one of our favorite bands, Murder by Death, is playing at Dirty Nellie's. Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. I'm sure it's sold out. If it is, I'm jumping on game time, finding some tickets at the last minute, assuming I can go. That's what game time is great for. Check it out. All you need to do is... Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code CHGO. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO 
for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And, Steven, I think the music's going to hit a little bit harder in Connor's Corner after a big black so pumped. Win. This is the first time I've heard it in weeks. Yeah, I was pretty amped up last uh, post-game show. And, Greg, you ready for it? I'm oh, yeah, he it. hasn't seen the uh, improvement. Oh, yeah, there's there's one noticeable change. You ready? <laughs> I have, I have bated breath. There it is. Anything new for me? There is nothing new for you. Oh, oh there it is. All right, I'm looking for it. I'm like, what? Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> He's got the fishbowl helmet on. Yes. Like uh, Sandy Cheeks. It took me, it took me a little... Uh, did, did you understand the Sandy Cheeks reference, Stephen? We debated it. Yeah, you, I did. Uh, okay. I did, yeah. All right, we were debating if you... I'm 30 know years old. I know, I'm but... Mark- you know, I guess I could be in that middle ground. You're right. Yeah, I, I wasn't quite sure. Like, I don't know. I don't want to like assume anybody knows anything anymore. Uh, Lord Hosa says, I hope Connor's Corners room has a tiny hole in the drywall after another disallowed goal. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, Bedard ended the game as the number one star. One goal, one assist, and a disallowed goal. Five shots, six shot attempts, 18-17 of ice time. And that fourth shot and goal of his won me 100 bucks. With prize picks, no yeah. free ads, but you know, prize picks is cool. Yeah, check how I'm doing. Hit my uh, my trio. I had Patrick Kane half a point. He scored a goal. Beautiful. Philip Kershev half a point. Beautiful. He had an assist. Yeah. And uh, I had uh, Connor Bedard over three shots. Boom, I, boom, boom. Twenty I, bucks became a hundred. I need Yura Savkovsky to get me a point just to get me seventy five percent of my bet back. Who'd you miss? Uh, that no good bum Patrick Kane needed more than two shots on goal. He had one. He scored his goal. Stop playing, <laughs> jerk. And then uh, Connor McDavid. Uh, I needed one more point out of him. He only had one point today. Unless that game's still going, maybe that game's still going. No, I can't still be going. That was going in when we were going, wasn't it? Yeah, that game's over. Yeah. So. It, it just tells you all you need to know, though, about when pretty much everybody in the league is half a point, and he's a point and a half that you had the bet on. Dude's unreal. Yeah. Oh well. It's. I'm still. Using their money anyway, so it's all beautiful. Um, yeah, uh, all right. one little. Oh, yeah. oh, before we do the uh, crowning of Peter Morazic, I just want to share a fun Shh, little. Don't spoil it. I just want to sorry. Uh, I just want to f- share a fun little tidbit from pregame uh, with coaches today. Um, Luke Richardson was asked about coaching against Jacques Martin, who has been around for like he we uh, we looked it up. He s- began his coaching career in 1986. With the Blues was his first head coaching job. And Luke let us know that Jacques Martin scouted Luke Richardson when he was in juniors. That's crazy. And then uh, that, that point was brought <laughs> up to Jacques Martin. He was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I did do that. Yeah, and he played for us at, and for, Saint, uh, for Peterborough Peets. Uh, but a uh, longtime Ottawa area guy, uh, Luke Richardson, undefeated against... The Ottawa Senators, 3-0 in his head coaching career. Who do you think, Luke Richardson, when you ask him, like, what team do you, you think you are? Like, he's not a Hall of Famer, but if he was, like, what team would he go under? Probably the Maple Leafs. Played one, two, three, four with the Leafs. One, two, three, four, five, six with the Oilers. One, two, three, four, five with the Flyers. I w- yeah, Three anyway. with the Blue Jackets. Another with the Leafs. Lightning and then two with Ottawa. I would actually say the Flyers. Because I think of him as a Flyer. Because of the Bob Probert story. If I told the Bob Probert story. I don't know. I was at 
a uh, Flyers-Hawks game in the, that would have been early 2000s, and Bob Probert was, I think, retired. This was when your former employer thought that putting Bob Probert on a live microphone was a good idea. Uh, for the record, that was a Blackhawks decision. Right. Well, they had him. It was a live. Oh, yeah. Pre, it was a live in-between <laughs> yes. period show. So he was on the PA mic throughout the entire United Center. And Luke Richardson was playing for the Flyers and must have done something shady yeah. before the end of the period. And, and uh, then Bob Probert um, went and called Luke Richardson a pussy yeah. on uh, the PA mic at the United Center. So that's why I always remember Luke Richardson as a Flyer. I, uh, I got to produce those shows with uh, Bob and started off very well. And he, you know, everything was going good. He was really good at it, had a knack for it, and then started bringing his daughters along with him a couple times, maybe to keep him from tempting himself. And then daughters stopped showing up, then he stopped showing up, and then it's sad. It's very sad. And I'm, I'm glad the NHL is getting better at taking care of their players that have substance abuse problems. But uh, if you've ever read the book Tough Guy or watched I think the documentary is on Amazon um, when he was right, he was a great dude, but just in general, the, the lives these enforcers go through yeah. where they're sitting down at an Applebee's and some dickhead tries to like, Hey, you think you're tough? He's like, come on, man. I'm t-, you know, like that's the stuff they have to go through. And it's, it's tough on, you know, even the, the, the enforcer has her life most in order, but for a guy like like Proby who struggled with with substances his whole his whole career, his, his book is uh, his book is amazing. Yeah, it's it's tough. But I, that guy was uh, I wore his jersey uh, at my wedding reception. It was the first Hawks jersey I bought with my own money. It was Bob Probert. I love that guy. I was thrilled to work with him. But it was also like my first real glimpse at like the reality of substance abuse and what it could do to people. And I was a little bit in denial myself. Like, oh, you know, maybe he just. Got hung up and forgot, or yeah, and then he would show up covered in sweat if he showed up at all. It was it was rough to watch, but uh, a very good dude when he had, when he was right. So always rest in peace to Bob Probert, man. I love that guy. He was always a thrill to watch and a way better player than he gets credit for. Absolutely, I think yeah, yes for sure. Um, dude, dude could score goals, but unfortunately he got pigeonholed into the role of being the tough guy. Yeah, and that's tough too because you're a guy that has actual talent. Um, it's like the, you ever hear the Warren Zevon song, Hit Somebody? Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. Like, we just want you here to beat people's brains in. We don't care if you can score or not. And yeah. that's got to be depressing, too. It's tough. It's definitely tough. All right, we ended that on a bad note. Sorry about that, everybody. Let's end it on a high note, and <laughs> let's all hail Peter Morazic. Yes, the four-star of the game. 40 saves on 42 shots. Terrific performance. Again, from Peter Mrazek, just as all of us predicted in the preseason, yep, that Peter Mrazek would be, we have aside been on, from Connor Bedard, the team's MVP. We have been on the Peter Mrazek bandwagon <laughs> from day one here at CHGO. Yes. Don't go back and listen to any of our off-season shows. <laughs> yeah, those are all You don't want to listen fake. to those anyway. Fake news. All right, uh, we are back Monday. Don't forget, we got the watch-along party. Yeah, Steven, I, are you producing that game? I'm not, you, no. You're bailing out. I'll be, okay. I'll be early that day. Uh, we're, I think we're going to have Ooh. a shortened pregame. Yeah, I think. Just for our own sanity. Not even, let, I, I say let's not even do like a pregame show. Let's just get on the air at the watch-along like 10 minutes before puck drop, do the lines and all that stuff, and go right into the puck game. Puck drops at 6? Six. 6. 
Yeah, six. So let's get on at six because puck drop is at six oh seven thirty-five. Okay, sure. So at six o'clock we will be there, and hopefully you'll be there too. Uh, we'd appreciate that. But the watch along is going to be fun. Make it work. It's going to be a lot of fun. Pizza, beer, send hockey. Us, what more do you need? Send us, send us food. Yeah, I saw Alan K said he's going to send us coffee. That works Sweet. too. Sweet. Do it. Oh, also a reminder. Uh, while we're thinking about it, Tuesday at two thirty, Nick Felino in yes. studio with us. So that'll be fun. All right. With that, we're going to wrap things up and remind you that we are powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. clean. We'll talk to you Monday at 6 p.m. for the watch along on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We all silly like the mayor. 